0: Hello and welcome to today's episode. My apologies that this is coming out a week late. I decided to take a week off the podcast because last week the weather was just so nice and I've been busy with work and some other things going on in my life, so the podcast just had to take a back seat for a week. Also, you might hear the occasional audio appearance from my daughter. She is crawling everywhere and is getting into everything and just having the time of her little life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Mm You're listening to She Seeks Pearls, a podcast to lead you into bettering your days through seeking pearls of living that we uncover together. I'm your host, Dorothy, and in this podcast, we discuss vital pieces of wisdom learned that even in the chaos of life, help us to enjoy our days more. Let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back. It's the beginning of April now, and in PA right now, it is full on spring. I doubt that at this point we'll have a second winter, though a few years ago we did get a lot of snow in mid-April, so I guess it is possible. So I feel like right now I'm really enjoying spring because I feel like I didn't really notice spring last year since I was preparing to deliver my daughter very soon at that time, but this year it feels like I can actually notice this season and enjoy the weather. Yesterday we had such a nice, relaxing day as a family. We had all the windows open in the house, and my daughter and I just sat outside in the grass and listened to the birds chirping. I just kept my phone inside, and we just sat out there picking the grass and dandelions. And I just watched my daughter experience the cool, soft grass for one of the first times in a a very long time since she was born last May. Um, And Yesterday was actually one of the first really nice days outside when I actually had off work to get to enjoy it. I'm not really a summer person, so I enjoy super mild weather like it was yesterday. And yesterday I also did some routine decluttering in my office, which was much needed as I had a large stack of papers taking over my desk that just needed scanned into my Dropbox or mailed or it just needed to be addressed in some way. So that felt really good to get that routine decluttering task done. If you listen to episode 9, you know what I'm talking about. If not, definitely take a moment to listen, and I'll link that episode in my show notes for you. So anyways, today we're going to be talking about the power of a brain dump journal. I'm going to go over the multiple benefits of having a brain dump journal and how that can help you to organize your thoughts, reduce your anxiety, and boost creativity. So I started this kind of accidentally when I got a pretty new journal and I started to write in it with one specific topic or purpose in mind. Maybe it was like health or wellness. I can't exactly remember. But I started to write in that journal with that theme in mind. And then I scrapped that thought and I changed the journal into a different type of journal. Maybe one where I'd write down my goals in general or something. Again, I can't exactly remember what I used it for, but basically... My thoughts on what would be in that specific journal had changed again, so I kind of was like ripping out the pages and retitling the journal to what I was currently using it for. So if you can't already tell from hearing about my journal swaps, I have some perfectionistic tendencies, which definitely gets in the way of my progress, since I have a hard time continuing doing something if it's not what I envisioned in the first place. It's like I have to readjust and then kind of start over before it can continue. And I've considered using those bullet journals with all the beautiful hand lettering and the cute little charts and color-coded symbols and things. But because I'm a perfectionist, I could not have that kind of journal. I mean, if you've seen those things on Pinterest, they have perfectly spaced little charts or things for like their mood tracker or something, but what if you did it wrong? (laughs) If I did that bullet journal thing, I'd have to draw up a rough draft before I even put a pen to that journal paper so I know that my design would fit on the page. And tell me how that kind of journaling is productive. Don't get me wrong, it's therapeutic to look at when you see it on Pinterest because it's beautiful and everything, and our human eyes are drawn to beauty naturally, but man, I I cannot picture how on earth that kind of journaling would help me with my grocery lists or my schedule or whatever. I'd be too afraid to write in it and mess it up. Or what if I had more items on my grocery list than could fit in the checklist? So for this reason, I have a not pretty journal, and that is my brain dump journal. I can write whatever I want in it, and it went against my somewhat perfectionistic self by having a journal that isn't meant for any one thing. It's actually very disorganized as far as its content, but that's exactly the point. It wasn't until after I started my brain dump journal that it helped me to organize my thoughts. Think about it. If you had to start a project or something in general like a kitchen update, you You first need to get down your initial thoughts or ideas, even though a lot of those ideas may not make it into the final plan of your kitchen, but it's still absolutely necessary for your brain to think of different possibilities and ideas before you can settle on the designs you like for your kitchen. Likewise, with whatever our brains are trying to plan, we first need to get out our initial thoughts and If you could only write down the things that would certainly be a part of your kitchen renovation, you wouldn't like the end result because you didn't allow yourself to sort through the various ideas you had and pick the ones that you like most. So again, that's what we need to do with our brains, unlike everything, from a decision we need to make about our job to something more everyday like meal planning. We got to get down all of our thoughts, either in conversation or on paper, before we can decide what to do next. So my first point is this, that having a chaotic, disorganized brain dump journal, which is what it's supposed to be, by the way, it's not supposed to be pretty, <laughs> but having that disorganized brain dump journal helps you to make decisions. So that's kind of point number one about the Brain Dump Journal. My next point is that the Brain Dump Journal has helped me with anxiety from time to time. When I feel like I'm all out of sorts or there's been a lot happening in my life all at one time, I will sometimes just take a good 30 minutes to an hour with my Brain Dump Journal and just write thoughts as they pop into my head as simple as they sound or as dumb as it may be I will literally write it down like I'm sitting on the couch I did this today or I went there I spoke with this person blah 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 and I just write down just thoughts that come into my mind And this is not anything that hopefully anybody will read after I die. It's not poetic or beautiful in any way, but it's kind of like a diary entry. Like, dear diary, today I did this and I felt this. I wonder about this, etc. So just write down whatever you think of. For me, I'm an introverted person, so sometimes it helps me to put my thoughts down on paper rather than talk with someone about it because I feel like when I talk with someone about something before I even know what I think of it, I'll find myself concentrating on what the other person might think rather than me trying to sort out my thoughts, if that makes sense. So it helps me to process my thoughts by myself before I talk with others about it. Since, like I said, I tend to feel others' perception of me. And that gets in the way of my processing something. It's something I've gotten better at. Like, It's not like I care so much about what the other person is thinking of me. Rather than I just, I can feel it. I can sense it. And that's a distraction to me when I'm trying to process something. So if you're like me, you know what I mean by that. So for example, when I was in nursing school, I had a long commute back and forth to school. I lived at home with a very large family, and there was always family and often friends or extended family at home with us too, so there was a lot. So there was constant sim... So there was constant stimulation of conversation there. There was always something going on. So if I had a rough day at school, but I hadn't exactly pinpointed why, I'd have a hard time processing it with a large group of people at home waiting to say hi to me and just catch up. So on my long commute home, I would keep the radio turned off and I would honestly just talk to myself on the way home (laughs) sounds so stupid and people would probably think i'm crazy but now it seems that most people have their phones connect by bluetooth in their car so it just looks like they're talking to someone on the phone instead of talking to themselves (laughs) back then am i like what 2000 honda civic definitely looked like i was talking to myself (laughs) Um, But like I said, I just sometimes worry about what others think of me, even if it's a stranger on the highway beside me. I won't do something if I think they'd see me and think I was doing something weird when I was actually just scratching my nose, not picking it. Anyways, it's kind of a problem, I really shouldn't care, but it's just thoughts that pop into my mind that distract me when I'm trying to process information, if that makes sense. But anyways, to get my thoughts out on the day so I can process what all happened, I'd just talk aloud. I'd say to myself, you know, Ooh, that was a really difficult test, but I prepared well for it. And it doesn't matter what Susie beside me said that she thought the answers were because maybe Susie's wrong and I can't change anything now anyways. (laughs) And then I'd say to myself that I was excited or nervous for the next round of clinicals and what I'd experienced there. And I'd tell myself to remember to fill out the paperwork or whatever I needed to do before this certain deadline and just things like that. I'd give myself time to think out loud about the things circulating in my head. It really helped me to reduce my anxiety because instead of just constantly reacting to everything, I was trying to plan and be proactive. Like, um... If I had a presentation coming up, I'd talk to myself about how I was going to prepare well for it and maybe I would spill out some thoughts that I'd give during the presentation and kind of almost like practice for it and almost like I was giving the speech right there in my car. Even with the social part of school, I'd sometimes tell myself dumb things, you know, while I'm still in the car. Sometimes I'd still talk to myself and say, like, I know that person was being passive aggressive when she said X, Y, and Z to me, but, you know, just ignore that behavior. Don't let it get to you. Or, you know, maybe I just realized that that person was just acting immature and I should not let that bother me. Something like that. Like I would just talk it all out on my way home from nursing school so that like when I got home, it's not like all of a sudden all of those thoughts are hitting me the same time when everybody else is talking to me and my mind is like shutting down, (laughs) too much stimulation. So I would try to take the time when it was quiet to just force myself to process just everything I experienced. And it's not like every single day at nursing school was like completely overwhelming, nerve wracking, but there were a lot, there, there were long days. and it's a lot of classes and a lot of people to talk with and get to know, and a lot of like things to do, like worrying about, you know, passing classes and all this kind of stuff. So there were definitely days where on my way home from school, there was a lot for me to try to think about before I got home, and then there's some days where I was like, okay, I'm fine, I could probably listen to the radio, I don't think I'm overstimulated, um, but I know that talking myself through whatever I experienced that day just helped me to sleep better at night, because... All of our brains just need to process information whenever it happens, whether it was good or bad or just kind of something, whatever, not a big deal. Our brains process it at one time or another. And a lot of times it's when it's all perfectly quiet and you're ready to go to sleep. And then sometimes you can't sleep because all those thoughts come rushing to your head and you, your brain needs to sort it out and do something with it. So I try to use that time on my way home to process it. So basically, like I was talking with myself on my way home from school to help me to process and sort out all of those random thoughts circulating in my brain, like I would just talk it all out on my way home from nursing school. It super duper helped me to process and sort out those random thoughts circulating in my brain. You know how when it's, like I said, it's finally silent at night and you're lying in your bed and you're kind of getting ready to go to sleep and for the first time... The TV isn't on, no one else around you is talking, you know, phones aren't making noise or whatever, and all of a sudden you start to notice your thoughts, your fears, your anxieties, or something you're excited about, like... All those thoughts come flooding to your mind because you haven't processed them yet. So when it's quiet at the end of the day, that's the time when you're going to process it. So that's what I was doing on my long drives to and from nursing school. I was processing out loud so that I had already like processed information in my brain and moved on from it by the time it was bedtime and it really helped me to sleep good at night. So while this out loud approach helped me to process information, I also process things in my brain dump journal as well. And so can you. And while I do love my organized pretty journals that I keep for my marriage and for my kids, this brain dump journal is one of the most helpful journals that I keep. And once I fill up all the pages of my current brain dump journal, I'll pick out one of my unused line journals that I've been gifted to use as my next brain dump journal. So I have a few, you know, unused journals that are just waiting for me to start once I fill up my old one. Like I said, it has helped me to process things and organize my thoughts without fear of messing up any special pages, so it really allowed my mind to do what it needed to without holding back for, like I said, a fear that I'd ruin the pages in the journal. So all this goes to say, if you struggle with racing thoughts at night before you go to bed, start a brain dump journal, or find a place where you can talk to yourself. I could talk to Jack if I needed to get something off my chest, but there are times when I I don't know how I even feel about something or what it is. I'm even thinking about so it's like I need to process it first before I make things confusing by talking with someone before I even know what I'm talking about or what I'm trying to process (laughs) and if you're creative and you like to plan parties or plan how you're going to approach the postpartum period with meal planning and everything or plan this other time in your life where maybe you're going back to school and you want to make it easier by like you know planning out your meals and touching base with your spouse on your schedule and all that kind of stuff. Like if you're preparing for certain periods in your life that you just want to like think of a bunch of different areas of your life that you need to address to help you organize it. And if you're creative and you like to plan parties or plan how you're going to approach Something like the postpartum period, um, and you want to, you know, meal plan during that time frame. How are you going to? keep up with your friendships and maybe buy them their gifts ahead of time so that after you have your baby you've already got your gifts for those special friends that um, you didn't want to forget about and things like that like what are the thoughts that you have to help you plan for a certain time period in your life and you can use that brain dump journal to just get it all down so that you get it out of your mind and on paper and then from there you can organize it and come up with a plan. So just go ahead and designate a journal to use for those purposes, get down whatever creative thought you have on the paper. Then when your ideas are more concrete and you have a defined plan, you can neatly type it up. And you know, like I like to neatly type up some stuff after I scribble it down on paper and print it out, maybe put it on my fridge or put it in my planner or somewhere where I can see it depending on what it is. Um, I don't like to just leave it as like a mess in my journal. But before you have a solid plan, when you're in the brainstorming phase, don't be afraid to mess up the journal pages you have for the sake of letting your brain get creative. So. Pick up a journal and next time you're working in your kitchen and you get inspired to redo your kitchen or update some things, pick up that brain dump journal where you can just draw a rough draft of your kitchen cabinets and what you'd put into each one. Or maybe what accessories you'd like to help organize or what you would like to paint and just all of those things you can do in your brain dump journal so there you go that to me is the power of a brain dump journal i always have one with me when i go on vacation because when i'm away from home and experiencing a different environment i often get super creative and think of a bunch of new ideas and i get inspired to think up new plans of projects or whatever so when i get home i'm a lot of times just ready to just get a lot of stuff done because i've thought of a lot of new ideas while i was away so that's always fun and i don't like just trying to type up my thoughts on my phone because I can't draw on my phone. And I feel like I I can't get creative if I'm trying to think of ideas and type it out on my computer or on my phone. It's just not the same as actual pen and paper. So I'm glad I keep a pen and that journal with me because it helps me so much to process information and let creativity flow. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to stop by for next week's episode, which is about maintaining your life roles and how I use that perspective to help me keep it all together in life. It's going to be a great one, a topic I'm super passionate about, and I can't wait to share it with you. Until next time, have a happy Easter weekend.